you can take this time to get upset or you can take this time that you've been given to have a reset. That's something that has just, I've written that down for myself and have thought about this this time as a gift rather than a burden. And trust me, I hear you. It is rough. It is hard. Um, A lot of us, if you have kids, you've been thrown right now into this crazy season, this crazy time in our life with the virus breakout where you're at home with your kids and you've been thrown into being a teacher, a chef, a maid, 24 hours a day. And your life was semi-busy before, but now it's insanely busy because you are everything to everyone. And finding time for yourself to even gather your thoughts is like a luxury, right? Um, I actually told my husband the other day, I said, you know, even driving was was a luxury because that's where I could actually collect my thoughts and I can't even drive anywhere because there's nowhere to go. Um, but I've just been thinking about, you know, this this time and what your view of it is going to be determine what you do. I'm going to say that again. Your view is going to determine what you do. What you see is what's going to determine what you end up walking out. And so if your view is you're just every day upset and angry and bitter and frustrated, then that's if that's your view, then no one's going to want to be around you because you're just going to be frustrated, irritable, upset, and bitter at everybody else around you. But if you took this time and said, okay, I've been given this this time, and even though it is hard, and even though maybe I've lost my job, or I don't know the future, I don't know what's going to happen, and you and you start to get those worries, those concerns, those fears, rather than focusing so much on that, because what you focus on magnifies, right? So if you focus on the problem, then the problem gets bigger. But if you focus on the solution, if you focus on how can I make this time to reset my life? Rather than getting upset, how can I take this time to reset? And I want to share just some personal things for me, and maybe this can help you kind of just, you know, get alone with yourself, with your thoughts. Um, You might have to get up early like me and and do that before you even go downstairs and become mom, teacher, and everything else. Um, But it's so important that you, in this season and in this time, this gift, I, I truly believe it's been a gift. Um, where we've been given this time to kind of evaluate our life, um, think about what's actually really important. Um, A lot of us have been stripped of things that we thought were important um, and and it's helped us kind of have a reset, right? Like maybe that's not as important as, as I thought it was to me. You know, maybe what's important is the people under this roof that I'm stuck in for months. Um, You know, what are those things that, I don't want to rush back to? What are actually things I don't want to ever go back to? What are things that I'm looking forward to going back to, but doing it may be different? Maybe I'm going to have more balance when I do those things. You know, maybe you have a, you do have a job or you, you don't have a job. You're going to go look for another job. And maybe you're like, you know what the, the job I had before, I didn't like it. And this has given me the time to, to reset and evaluate. You know, I lost that job, but maybe that's a good thing because I've always wanted to start this business or I've always wanted to go and work for this company or my gifts and talents are more in this area, not in that area. So it's giving you this time to, to reset and evaluate. Like maybe I, maybe I 
don't want to go back to that kind of a job. Maybe I do want to start that business. Maybe I do want to pursue that dream. You see, this time that you've been given and and sometimes the doors that get shut, it, it opens up this opportunity of another door that you can walk through. But the problem is that so many people miss it because they're too focused on the problem that they miss all the opportunities that God was trying to give them. So for myself, you know, when I'll, I'll be completely raw and real um, and, and transparent in, in this podcast for you, of kind of my, you know, we've been, this. it's been about five weeks since we have been stuck in our homes with this virus and um, some crazy things for myself personally. So we recently just moved. Um, we moved into this amazing new house, which I'm actually very thankful that we're quarantined in this house versus our other house. Um, we have a pool and it's super nice with the kids and we have some more trails that people, our boys can walk around and all that. But when we moved here, we, we actually sold most of our furniture. And so when we moved, we didn't really come with anything besides my husband and I, we had a bed, but even our boys didn't have a bed. So we moved here a week later, everything shut down. So buying furniture has been very interesting. So we moved into this house and we basically been like camping. So we, the boys think it's great, but we had to, we had to change our mindset on that. But I will tell you the first week I, I was very upset. <laughs> I didn't have a mindset reset. I was just upset. Um, I was upset because we had just moved into this house and I was looking forward to furnishing it and now I can't and I don't know what we're going to do. We're going to have to just like camp it out and rough it. (laughs) Um, My kids are now stuck at home and I am not a good teacher. That is not my gift at all. And I just felt like we were just kind of thrown into it, right? I think a lot of you felt that. It was just like, it wasn't something that, you know, summer we expect, right? It's like, okay, we're, we're winding down, graduations come, the kids are restless, they're all excited, and, and summer comes, and we, but we, are, we know it's coming, right? We know we have three months with our children, and we've got some summer vacations planned to get them out of the house, to go do fun things, we can go to the beach, right? We can go and do these, go to the mountains, whatever, but we have some plans and we have some plans to get out of the house. We're not stuck in the house with our kids and we're not having to teach them. This is different, right? You were not expecting it. It's like, wait a minute, I'm, I'm stuck with my kids and I have to teach them. And what, what is, what's the common core map and right? All these different things. And so we are, we're thrown into it and we have to kind of go, whoa, okay. So for me personally, that first week was really brutal because I didn't have an outlet. I love the gym and we don't really, we didn't have that, you know, a lot of gym equipment. So for me, it was like, oh my gosh, I don't have an outlet for myself. Um, I, I am now a teacher. I'm not gifted at that at all. Um, we don't have any furniture. And I started to just focus on all the things that I was so angry about. And I found myself going into a really not good place. And I knew that my mindset was going to determine what my outcome of this entire thing was going to be. And so after that first week of feeling sorry for myself, <laughs> I pulled myself out and I literally looked in the mirror and I'm like, Natalie, you got to pull yourself out. And what's really, really funny is we have this um, course called Living Fit from Within. If you're not familiar with it, it's a six-week course that I created over a year ago. 
And it's all about your mindset, really. It's like 90% mindset, and then we go into nutrition, and then I go into fitness. But it's about living fit from within. It's about actually living a healthy lifestyle for the rest of your life. And so the first couple weeks of the program is all about mindset reset. In fact, actually, that is the title, is mindset reset. It's all about changing the way you think. And if you change the way you think, you'll change the way you see things. If you change the way you see things, it'll change the way you do things. And if you change the way you do things, you change your future. And so what I actually did is after the first week of feeling sorry for myself, I actually pulled up our course, put my headphones in, and I listened to myself. (laughs) I coached myself out of my funk. And honestly, it was hilarious because I was listening and I found myself going, preach it, girl. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm actually listening to myself saying preach it to myself. But the thing is, is... Over a year ago, you know, my mindset was really strong, but I hadn't gone through something like this. And so I realized, you know what? Your character through a crisis really determines just how strong your mindset really is. And so it was so refreshing to hear me coach me and pull me out of myself <laughs> and get to a better place. And I started to do what I tell the girls to do in our program. And that is to start writing down things that you're thankful for and then doing my system, which is a DVD system, decide, visualize, and declare. And so I started to do that. And I, and I began to do that every morning and I began to pull myself out of that dark place. And I began to reset and rethink the way that this actually was for my life. And rather than being upset, I began to reset and evaluate my life. And I want to share some things that I began to really focus on, what I began to um, do every day that really helped me not go back into that funk. And let me start with the first one. Social media, never on it. I literally am not on it. Um, I found myself, you know, when my kids were doing schoolwork or whatever, if I had a little bit of time, I would get on Facebook and I would scroll, which I never did. I'm not really a scroller. I don't really care to do that. But I found myself doing that because I kind of wanted to see what everybody else was doing. And I'm like, but you know what? It wasn't good for me. It wasn't healthy. And some of the things that were being posted about like, um, I'll just be on. Okay. Some of the things that were being posted, they're funnies. They are funnies, but I know how powerful your words are. And so there was one, and I actually reposted it. And after I reposted it, I was like, Natalie, you know better. So I want to share something with you. So one of the funnies that was, was posted was, um, summer body, summer body in 2020, um, is not going to be about your body. It's going to be about your personality this year. And I thought that was hilarious. I was like laughing. I was like, it's so true because we don't have our gym. We're not able to go and do like, you know, the regular workouts and blah, blah. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's so true. And I went to repost it and I read it again and I'm like, no, 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 no. It's not going to be about your personality because I know that I am better than that. Like I determine that I can make it that because I, my words are powerful and I can still get a a kick booty workout with some resistance bands and go for a walk. And I know that your diet is 90% of it, like eating right and eating healthy like that is not true. I'm not I'm not putting that in my life. And so I didn't post it. And so it's funny, right? But your words are powerful. 
And so it's things like that, little funny things like that, that I'm like, I found myself laughing at it, but then I found myself thinking about it, right? Like, oh my gosh, it's so true. I'm not going to be able to have that body that I want. And I'm like, what? Why am I even allowing those kind of thoughts to trigger in my mind? So I got off social media and let me tell you what a difference that made for me. I don't know anything about the virus. I don't know anything about the news or anything. And it's not because I'm trying to not think about it or you know, be concerned about it. I am, of course, concerned about it. And I'm, I'm wearing my mask and my gloves when I go to the store and all those things. What I'm saying is I don't want it to make it my life. I don't want to meditate on all the negative things that it becomes a negative life that I'm living in this time. Does that make sense? So I began to take myself off of social media and began to stop looking at all the news and updates about the virus and how many deaths and all that because it's it's toxic, right? It's not positive. And yes, we need to be concerned and yes, we need to be prayerful about this virus and we need to be prayerful about you know, the people that are getting sick and the people that are on the front lines and God bless them for being on the front lines to protect us and to heal and, and, and help the ones that are in need. But what we need to determine is what, how are we going to choose to live in this season and in this time? And so social media, I completely got off of. Number two is I move my body every day. Um, one of the things I, I, I found myself is when you move, even for 20 minutes, it releases endorphins, right? It releases those happy, those, those, happy, those happy little endorphins that you need. And so rather than going to the sweets and the junk, it's you know, getting myself to move. And even if it was going for a walk, which I do a lot with my boys, um, but move your body, even if it's just resistance bands or whatever. Number three is I get ready. Um, every day, I don't really put on jeans, but I do put on workout clothes. I do put on some mascara, throw on a baseball cap, but I don't stay in my pajamas. That's what I'm saying. Don't stay in your PJs all day. Get ready. Whatever it is that you're doing, like get ready. If you you know, normally wear just workout clothes, put on some workout clothes. I mean, that will help you to go and move your body. Um, but get ready. Take a shower. <laughs> Shave your legs. Um, number four, if you have kids... Um, this really helped me is for the first couple of days, my kids were basically like, what, what can I eat all day? You know, like I'm hungry. I want a snack. I'm hungry. I want a snack, which is really interesting because during the day at school, I make their lunch for them and they come home with a full lunch. No joke. Like, I'm like, did you eat your food? How come you didn't eat your food? I want to play with my friends. So they never ate their food ever. So all of a sudden at home though, it's like they're hungry and they want a snack every 20 minutes. So what I did, because I am not going to be a chef teacher made all this all day, every day. What I did, and this is so smart and I hope this helps you as mamas out there, is I made their lunch. I made their lunch as if they're going to school. I made their lunch. I put their snacks, a little lunch in a lunch pail. I put it in the fridge. I said, boys, your lunch and your snacks until dinner time is in that lunch pail. So they were, you know, they could eat their snacks from that lunch pail, but it was, that was it. That helped so much for me. You know, they're like, well, I don't want what's in my lunch. I'm like, well, sorry, that's what's available. Like you need to think that way. Sorry. (laughs) And that helped me so much. And then number five is this. So I've said this earlier in one of my other podcasts for entrepreneurs, but for those of you that are working from home, um, maybe you still have a job, praise God, and you're working from home. 
one thing that I found myself um, being an entrepreneur and working from home is I did a lot of things from the table because it I could you know have my writing pad there. Um, it was just it was a good you know surface to kind of work from was at the kitchen table. But what I found myself is I was I would eat lunch, and then I would keep going and grabbing some snacks. And when I began to create this program, um, Living Fit from Within. I started to think about, you, you know, be more mindful about how I live my life. And one of the things that I put into the program that I shared is this, is you really need to, to like think about when you're hungry and when you're not. Your body lets you know when you're hungry and when you're not. And a lot of times what happens is we eat when we're bored or get this, we eat if we stay in the same place that we eat from. So what I realized is I would eat my lunch and then I would stay at the kitchen table and work and, you know, and do, you know, journal entries and all, all these different things for my, for my business. And I found myself going to the fridge and getting more food. And one time I was like, why am I still going to the fridge and getting food? I'm not, I'm not even hungry. And I'm like, what am I doing? And so then I, I took my, my journal and all my work and I took it to another area in the house and I worked and didn't even think about going into the fridge. And it hit me. I was like, you know what? I'm sitting in the same place that I go and get food. And my mind was still, my mind was still like, oh, you're sitting at the kitchen table. This is where you eat. But when you change the environment, you're now in another environment that says, oh, this is where I work. And your mind isn't still lingering. Oh, this is where I eat. Here's what's really interesting. I was talking to one of my friends who works at a gym and she was saying, she goes, I used to love to work out, but I can't work out. I don't love working out where I work. And I'm like, what? She goes, yeah. So she goes, I worked, I worked at a gym. I worked out at a gym. I ended up getting a job there. I now She's like, my, my job is now there. And so my mindset is now, this is where you work. So when I come in to work out, I don't have any motivation to work out because it's where I work. So she's like, I, I realized this. And I thought, she goes, I thought I had lost my passion for working out. But really, I just didn't want to go to the same place that I work. So she's like, so I actually work out at a different gym. So when I go to that gym, my mindset is, this is where you work out. I'm like, isn't that interesting how much our minds are like when they're set on a certain environment? And that is for everything. That's for everything. You know, maybe you, when you get around certain people in that environment, it's toxic and you find yourself sucked into the drama and the lies and the and the negativity. But when you get around another environment that's positive and uplifting, you find yourself talking about positive things and dreams and you're like, oh my gosh, okay, whoa. When I get in this environment, I'm like this. When I get into this environment, I'm like this. Same thing about the kitchen table. Sounds silly, but same thing about what the gym with my friend. So your your environment is going to determine what you do, even including staying at the kitchen table. So I recommend to you, for those of you that are now working from home, eat at your kitchen table, but don't stay there. Get into another environment and that environment 
make that specific place where you work. So I did this for my kids. So like I said earlier, we moved into this house that had no furniture. So we got a little work room set up because I wanted it to be a place where, okay, boys, this is school. So I have my boys get out of their PJs, they get into regular clothes and it's work. And, and kids need structure. Um, kids need, you know, okay, this is when we work. This is when we have, you know, recess. Recess is basically going outside and going for a walk. Um, but this is when we have work, work time. So get it, your kids in, even into a place where they're not at the kitchen table. You know, the kitchen table is where you guys eat as a family. And then you have a place where they have schoolwork. And what we did is we just created a little room with a table and some crowns and some pens and some pencils and said, okay, this is where, this is where we work. And it's great for me because I have to help my kids. I, I have a kindergartner and I have a second grader. And so it's great for me as well because I'm not at the kitchen table either. I go into their room and I'm like, you know, okay, this is where I'm a teacher, you know? And then like the rest of the house is where I'm a mom and the laundry room is where I'm a maid and the kitchen is where I'm a chef. So it gives you like this structure even for yourself of your different environments of like, okay, this is where I work. This is where I do this. This is where I do that. And that has been really, really helpful. And my last thing I want to share with you about some things that have been really helpful for me is every night I write down five things that I've learned through this season. So I always used to say five things I'm thankful for. Right now, I'm actually writing down five things I'm thankful for during this virus. It helps me look at this time as something that I'm thankful for rather than being upset, right? Going back to the kind of the title of this is having a mindset reset, not an upset. And so it's helped me kind of evaluate this time as a gift, as a blessing. I'm healthy. My family's healthy. We have this time. We have a roof over our head. And I'm also learning so many things about my kids. Um, there's so many things that I'm spending so much time <laughs> with them. There's things that I'm learning about them. I'm learning how they learn. Um, I'm learning things that they struggle with. I'm I'm learning how different my boys are, in the, even in when it comes to the way they learn things. Um, their gifts. I'm learning things that they enjoy. I'm learning subjects that they love and subjects that they don't love. Um, I'm learning when they're kind of done, you know, when, when is it time to kind of, okay, you know, schoolwork, we're, let's go and get out. Um, just learning so much about my kids that I, you know, you don't really learn those things when you're not teaching them or when you're not around them all the time. And so for myself, you know, I, I, I'm having to take this time of like, okay, what are things that I can learn? What are things that I can grow from? What are things that I can be better at? I also made a list of what are the things that I'm not going to rush back to? What are the things that I realize that I don't need in my life? And what are things that I need to kind of, you know, when I do go back to them, have more balance in them or do them better? And so when you take this this time and you take it more as like, okay, this has been a gift and I'm going to look at it like that and I'm going to see the things that I can improve on. What are the things that I can be better at? And what are the things that I can see that I need to maybe let go of? And I think the last, last, last thing is giving yourself a ton of grace. Um, I am a goal-oriented person. If you did not know that about me, I am very goal-oriented. I love 
crushing goals, setting goals and crushing them. That's just who I am. And so this season has kind of been a little bit different because um, I don't, I don't really have I don't really have the luxury of having goals right now. It's kind of just going, you know, starting each day and making sure that my kids are educated and I take a shower and I move my body and I write down things I'm thankful for and starting over, you know, and uh, making sure that my mind is fresh and um, positive. And so that's kind of like my goal, you know, is to stay positive through this time. And so I think we need to give ourselves some grace, Um, grace on on it all. Um, grace on our, on ourself, on our mind, on our, on our, on our way of living, on our, on our grace on, you know, with your kids, you know, you're, you will lose it. You will have really crappy days. You will have amazing days. You'll have days where you'll wake up with a pep in your step and be like, I got this. I'm positive. And then you're going to have days where you're like, I was the worst mom ever. Right. And, and I have that, you know, I go to bed at night and I'm like, you know, I didn't, I didn't do my best today. Like I kind of lost it. Um, the boys were fighting all day long and I'm like, ah, you know, you got to give yourself grace because we're going to have mistakes. We're going to have days where we're not, we're not ourself, where we're, we feel kind of off, but give yourself this time to reflect, give yourself this time to really, you know, you know what, the last thing I wanted to share actually was this. Um, I had this in my notes and I forgot to mention this because I was talking to one of my friends about this and I thought this was really good. And so for those of you that are married, um, I have a friend, she was having a lot of marriage problems. Um, they just, yeah, they just, they just kind of were living two separate lives. You know, he worked and she worked and they just kind of did their own thing. Um, and she's like, now, you know, he, he still has his job, but he's working from home. And she actually lost her job um, due to the economy with the virus and all that. And so she's kind of stuck with the kids and he's, you know, working from home. And she's like, but, you know, it's been amazing because he is home and we're kind of, you know, the first, she's like the first couple of weeks was was really hard because we kind of had to um, rough it. You know, we kind of had to hash it out a little bit, you know, because he was around now and we kind of had to deal with the things that we've been kind of pushing under the rug because, he was gone and I was gone majority of the time. And then we just kind of let the kids kind of be the buffer, you know, at night. But now she's like, you know, we're around each other all the time. And so those just like the first couple of weeks of this being stuck at home, you know, it was, it was, it was rough. But then she's like, but then the third week there was like this, this breakthrough. And I'm like, what do you, what do you mean? She's like, well, you know, it's kind of like, you know, we're stuck with each other. Is this what we want? You know, do we, we, do we want to have a do we want to have a happy marriage? Do we want to have a happy life under this roof? And so they began to take this time to have a reset. And they began to, you know, do things as a family and they began to eat dinner as a family. Um she even said she goes I listened to your podcast about meal prep <laughs> and I we began to meal prep and we began to, you know, eat as a family and and have actual meals together and not just like Hey, what do you want from, you know, DoorDash? You know, what do you want? What do you want? And eat separate meals almost. It was weird. She goes, it was like this totally different family dynamic. And we, you know, we cleared the table together. We washed dishes, dishes together. We watched movies at night together. Like even my kids wanted to sit and watch a movie with us. Um, and she goes, this sounds so weird, Natalie, but like even I like wanted to cuddle up on the couch with my husband. Like we don't, we didn't never did that. But I found myself like, 
falling in love with my husband again. And I'm like, how amazing is that? And so she's like, I'm so thankful for this time because it really did give us a reset. And she goes, and also, you know, during the day, you know, my kids would play video games and now we're walking outside. I'm like, that's amazing. You know, that's amazing. So for those of you that are, you know, maybe you've had struggles in your marriage, take this time, hash it out, have those, have those hard conversations and, and pull those roots, those weeds of, of bitterness or whatever it is that has been keeping your marriage, you know, from thriving, from, from prospering, from, from thriving, from being this gift that marriage is supposed to be. And, and have this time to be a reset as a family and get that, that family unit tight, right? Like have that family unit be something that is something that nobody can break, not even a virus, you know, and take this time to really be like, you know, this is the kind of family we want to be. And we're not going to be a family that orders out. We're going to listen to Natalie's podcast and we're going to be a meal prep family. We're going to save money, save time and save our waistline. We're going to be a healthy family. We're going to live fit. We're going to live a healthy lifestyle and we're going to take care of ourselves and not not just our bodies, but our minds. We're going to we're going to think different, we're going to live different. We're going to be different. And we're going to have a different future because of it. And so I just want to encourage you to you know, take this time again as, as a reset and, and look at it as a gift rather than a burden and unwrap it that way. And you'll see it very differently. I want to offer you this opportunity as well. Um, in the month of April, 2020, uh, my husband and I, you know, we looked at our business and we knew that, you know, living fit from within is a course that would be a, oh my gosh, a huge gift to so many people that are going through a really hard time right now. And maybe you know that you need to have a mindset reset, but you don't even know where to start. You're just like, this sounds amazing. And I would love to have a mindset reset, but I don't even know where to start. And that, that, that two weeks of your course sounds amazing, but I just can't afford it. I get it. Right now, a lot of people have lost their jobs. Um, the economy is in an ups. I mean, it's just upside down. And so for the month of 2020, um, in April, 2020, we are offering half off our course of living fit from within. So if you want to get a mindset reset and you want to know the system to start right now to change the way you think, so you change the way you see things, so you change the way you do things, so you change the way you live, I encourage you to get our course only for the month of April. You can get it for half off. You can go to muscleandmindset.com. That's muscle, letter N, mindset.com. You can just click on it and say, yes, I'm in. It automatically takes it half off. And you can immediately start getting our six-week course that you have access to for life. So it walks you through the first two weeks of the mindset, then the nutrition. And then I actually have a workout that is for home and for the gym. So you can even get the home workouts and start doing those. And then when we get the gym back, you can do the gym workouts. Um, but it really will help you to live fit from within, starting with the way that you think. Because I think that, you know, I was thinking about the people that are putting masks, you know, even myself, putting the mask over your mouth and your nose to not get the virus, you know, and to not, you know, we're taking this extra protection right when we go into the store and all that. But 
are we putting a mask over the way we think? You know, are we putting a mask over the way that we are looking at things? And and that's really important because long before the virus can even attack your body, it can attack your mind with the way that we are looking at this. And so I really encourage you, if you are struggling right now with your mindset, especially with your mindset, I really encourage you to take this time that you've been given and to do our six-week course. You can, like I said, you have it for life. So if you can't do it every week, you know, you've got to take it into pockets of time. That's fine. It's going to, you have access to it forever. Um, But right now you only have the ability to get it for half off for the month of April. So I highly encourage you to get it. Start getting coached by me because even I need to be coached by me to really change the way I saw this whole thing. And when you begin to see it differently, I promise you'll actually begin to smile again, even still stuck at home. Hope you all have a great rest of the week and I look forward to seeing you inside.